Hello and welcome to Top Hole, the podcast about Eleanor M. Brent Dyer, the chalet school and anything vaguely connected to them. I'm Deborah Lofus and I'm a fan. It's a Wendy week, woo! But for technical reasons, it's not the episode we advertised last time. Instead, we're talking about hair at the chalet school. The usual provisos apply with respect to pronunciation, spoilers and bonkersness. Please refer to episode zero. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we are talking about hair today in the shallow school because hair is quite important i think throughout books it's a clear identifier if you think of the number of characters that you can identify by their hair yeah it's the main feature she seems to describe people by but also when you think about sort of women and their hair generally um and particularly teenage girls and their hair it's also a point of of pride and interest to that group of people i mean the younger kids aren't as bothered they kind of you know push their hair out the way whereas the older girls it's part of their identity it's part of their culture and that's still true today yeah um and that focus on hair and oh you know that girl that always wears plaits or whatever it's still a thing that we use now and it's still a thing that's very important to not just to the pupils but to the reader Yes. Um, our sort of self-identification through hair is also kind of important. And I also wonder if, if it's a mechanism that EBD as a teacher used when she was learning about her pupils and learning to distinguish them mm. from each other. And so she applies that to her characters as well. Yeah. Um, and also there's the sort of idea of someone's nature being related to their hair, like, you know, fiery red temper, temper yeah. as far as their hair, or, you know, a blonde uh, you know the sort of blonde. She didn't obviously have the blonde thing, but you know blonde jokes in our culture are quite common. So I yes. think that everybody uses hair in a way to yes. sort of describe yeah. people and identify them and uh. and put them in boxes, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Color of hair is important um, because there are one or two characters who have bright red hair and so cannot wear red or pink. Yeah. Or orange. <laughs> Which I don't think applies today. No, definitely not. No. But, but it was very important to EBD because there's one, um, one of her, uh, kennel maid Nan, and 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 Nan is able to clear her name. It couldn't have been her that did it because she has red hair, and the person who did it was wearing a pink dress. So there's no chance. It there's could no be her. chance it could have been her. So she was able to prove her innocence through the medium of fashion, <laughs> because of her hair. Which was representative, I think, of the fashion at the time. Yes. You wouldn't wear clashing colours, like you wouldn't wear black and navy blue together. Yes. That would be, a, you know, a faux pas. Yes, whatever, yes, so. yes. Yeah, so hair colour, very important. Hair changes colour in the chalet school. Miss Wilson goes into one end of a tunnel with chestnut hair and comes out the other end with snow white hair. Yes, which I thought was like rubbish and just couldn't happen and was a shockingly bad EBDism. Mm. But I have since read a couple of things yeah. that say that can actually happen. Yeah. Um, in the same way that you can have alopecia very quickly. Yes. You can also have hair going white very quickly. Mm. Um, they don't really understand how. No, because one of the things I noticed when I first started getting grey hairs was that it might be like ordinary natural colour brown up to a certain point and then suddenly the rest of that hair was white. And I yeah. would think, what terrible thing happened that day? Yeah, to make that hair. To make that hair <laughs> turn white. So if it can happen for individual hairs... I would have more unusual for every... And I don't understand how it would happen to already grown hair. No. I don't really get that. No. I think that is an EBDism, but... Um, mm. I'm not going to rule it out. No. I mean, we've been wrong before. We have. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 
and and I was thinking that yeah, oh, that everybody has long hair, but of course they don't. I mean, Joey doesn't. She has a bob to start off with. You've got Tom Gay with her boyish crop. Yeah. Um, and Jack Lambert later on as well. Um, so you get short hair as well as long hair, but and there's a, they, when they have long hair, they don't put it up until they're oh, older. Yes, the whole putting it up thing. But yes, they plait it. They plait yes. the younger children's hair if it gets too long, or they have it cut so they don't have to plait yes, it. Yes, So it can still be long, but not um, not that long. Not long, long. Yes, yeah. Yes. And then there are people who do have it incredibly long and are quite sort of proud. Yes, of I mean Frieda's is described as coming down to her hips by the time she's sixth form. Yeah. Age, which is about, about as long as mine is now. Yeah. So I can report people's because i know exactly how long it's taken my hair to grow this long because i shaved it all off on march the 30th i think it was 2017 and it's now down to my hips so seven years wow six years six years six years years. yeah Yeah. i don't think it's gonna get any longer either my friend barbara had her hair down to her knees oh okay because she'd never had it cut she trims the ends which used to trim the ends with a pair of toenails as if they looked a bit scrubby. Yeah, I've not touched mine but at all, but they're fine. She hadn't cut her hair since she was 18. Oh, wow, okay. And it came down to her knees? Yeah. Oh, maybe my little kids. She used to plait it and rock, coil it on top yeah. of her head so you couldn't see how much she had. And she mm. also did this really clever thing where she'd half plait it, wrap it round and tie it so it looked like a short ponytail. Oh, okay. But it would actually be lots of coils Yeah. Um, of it being sort of held up like a coiled plaited bun. Okay. It was very. It was very Im- Im- impressive. If you knew how long it was. Yes. When yes. she was at home, and she used to uh, wash it once a month, mm. and she would brush it once a week. Okay. So long hair takes a lot of care. But Except not, it doesn't. When you do it, it takes all day. Basically, she said washing her hair takes about four hours. Oh, that's interesting. Because it's so long, you have yes. to. You can't soak the whole lot. You have right. to do it in sections. Yeah. So you start at the top, and then you do the next, and the next, and the next. Oh, okay. Um, and then conditioning it, you again do the same thing. Yeah. Start at the top. Work. So I mean, like going to a hairdresser's was very rare. It did happen, but you would go to have your hair washed as well because yeah. they do that in the school at the chalet. Um, they have that because that's the whole holy water. Incident. Yes. Yes. <laughs> comes from that. When they're having their hair washed. I love that. That's one of my favourite things. And I often quote that. I'm not sure I get the words correct. Right, okay. But I often quote that as being, um, like, knowing the difference between holy and hot water. Kind right, of thing. Okay. Are you in holy water or are you in hot water? Kind of <laughs> and then later on in school, uh, Madge is sent to have a shampoo and set by the doctor instead of hanging around Joe's sickbed. Right. She's sent out to go and have that done. Yeah. I think that's school art. It might have been princess, but I'm pretty sure it's school art. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So going somewhere to have your hair washed because when they do the um, powdering the hair with cornflour yeah. incident, and it's a Sunday, but they're going to have to have it washed out. Um, and clearly, you know, because Madge apologises to the four that have their hair cornflour. So I'm sorry, but you're going to have to have your hair washed today. So clearly, it's a big deal mm. having your hair washed. Mm. I mean, I only wash mine once a week now. Yeah, and I, I suspect it was less frequent than that. Well, I did an experiment because um, my hair went really dry as I got older. Mm. Um, and so I decided to... I read up a lot about it and there's loads of different techniques you can use. But I, I found out about extending hair wash. So mm. I used to wash my hair every other day. Yeah. So I started washing it every three days and I did that for a fortnight. And then every four days and so on mm. until you're doing it once a week. And then every other week you mm. don't use shampoo, you just use conditioner. Oh, okay. And now I wash my hair with shampoo once a month. Right. And then I wash it with conditioner once or twice between that. 
Right, okay. And that's it. And my hair's sort of self-cleaning. That's super thrifty. And it doesn't smell. No. It's self-cleaning. Yes. And it looks yeah. fine. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, no, I do actually really need to wash it. Mm. It does feel, mm. doesn't feel right. If I've been doing it's a my sort scalp. of hard job. I feel it on my scalp yeah. and I know I need to wash it. But I also found out you only use shampoo on your scalp yes. if you don't use it on the yes. rest of your hair, yeah. which I didn't know until about a year ago. Yeah. So I've wasted thousands of pounds of Gallons expensive shampoo <laughs> shampoo yes no so wash. i'm not surprised that he didn't wash it very often and actually yeah. i don't think washing your hair was that common no it wasn't something that was done all well, the because time getting it dry was an issue because yes. obviously with pre-hair dryers age or if they had hair dryers it was those ones with the hood that were plugged in yeah hairdressers exactly um and so it had to be towel dried and then dried naturally in a house without central heating necessarily you know yeah. so it makes it a bigger deal doesn't it yeah definitely so yeah certainly in the winter you wouldn't do it or in like the, no you wouldn't you know, do it more snowy often than, climbs yes. or whatever yeah, you just wouldn't. wouldn't do it more often than you had to yeah yeah so presumably then they didn't wash their hair while they were in the bath at all no either it would have been a separate Hair washing exercise. Unless they had really short hair, like um, Jack yes, and Tom, where they might just go yeah, under and short hair. That's yeah. Yeah. Short hair, I think you do need to wash more frequently because the oil hasn't got as far to go yeah. from your scalp. Yeah. You know, if you're brushing very long hair every day, you're brushing that oil down, aren't you? But it adjusts. Oh, okay. Your hair adjusts. It produces less oil as you use less detergent on it. Right. So if okay. you use, so if you use soap to wash your hair, mm. it'll produce more oil the first time, but then after a while, it slows down and, yeah. and sort of stops using. Um, stops producing as much oil mm-hmm. and that's what happens when you extend the gaps between washing is it just produces less oil and if you give it a chance to adjust okay. it's fine so um yeah top health and beauty tip there um, then yeah. i think yeah no that's excellent well done. but they're also saying like going back to the old ways is a good thing mm. there's loads of things where they're saying actually some of the old adages and some of the old approaches mm. to things were were right yeah and one of them is hair where they say you shouldn't use product on it and only use protector products if yeah. you're using heat on it or whatever mm. um but i mean i don't use a hair dryer or no. any heat on my no. hair at all no. have never really have no. i just haven't got the time and the effort no. So. Well, and it's why I've got hair done to my hips with no split ends. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fundamentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's because I'm not... Because you've treated it well. Yes, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm not colouring it, I'm not drying it with some heat. But I also thought it was interesting looking at like TV shows and how hair is representative of people in TV shows. And mm. um, there's a, a thing in Game of Thrones where, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, um, I'll just say a major character, every time they win a battle... Uh, they have an extra plait added to their hairstyle. Right, yes, I have read that. Somewhere. And so it comes to a point where they are just, it's just tiny plaits. The whole thing oh, okay. is just tiny plaits because they've won so many yeah. battles. And you don't know what she considers a battle. Oh, okay. So you can see the big battles, but you don't know what battles she said that's worth another plait right. that she's gone okay. through because there are lots of things she goes through that are quite yeah, yeah. difficult. Um, and other characters in Game of Thrones similarly have mm. their hair changes as their progression as a character changes yeah. um, and then um, uh, the the plots become undone as the character okay. becomes more I, undone. I don't think EBD is quite that subtle or literary in her hair styling no. throughout the Shallow School. I think book. it's slightly but, more brutal than that. It is slightly more brutal than that. <laughs> but, but people do we do hear about haircuts mm. and people's hair being affected by things. Yes. So they, they, it does come into the plots and stories. Um, so, and that happens from the very first book when Simone goes up, cuts off her hair and they find her plait dramatically <laughs> left behind in yes. her cubicle. Um, and she keeps it short after, and she's done that be- for love of Joey because she thinks if she has short hair, Joey will love her more. Never really understood that to be honest. But, no, I you know, know, but she's French. Yeah, she's, she's French. I think she's that's the explanation <laughs> of it, isn't it? <laughs> she's French. It goes quite a long way, doesn't it? Yes. She's French. She's French. So that's what they do, clearly. Um, Griselle gets her hair burnt off, doesn't she, in the fire in yes. that girl at the hotel and has to have a short crop. 
after mm. that and i don't think she grows her hair long again after that i don't remember I don't any remember reference to it after that no um lavender cuts her hair off their play is towards the end of the book um the, the book that she's first in lavender laughs and they're playing tag or something and someone manages to catch her by her floating ringlets and she says right that's it and starts chopping it off wow um, yes that's that's really competitive that i mean i'm quite competitive i want to win at monopoly or chess or whatever but i'm not gonna chop my hair off to win at tag that's like super competitive um rosalie way who is in the show it's called rosalie so that's the one that comes after tom tackles and so rosalie's quite a girly girl and she ends up crawling into a hedge to hide from everybody and her hair gets tangled up in it daisy rescues her and has to oh no Tom is the one that has to crawl into the tunnel, I think, and has a knife with her and has to hack her hair off. Wow. To release her from the hedge. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she then has a short crop for a while. Yes. She does grow her hair again, though, I think. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah. Can't imagine her not. It's described as little ringlets, I think, mm. to start off with. So maybe she keeps the little ringlets. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Peggy refuses to put her hair up when she becomes an adult and it says has it cut and it turns into a bubbles crop what is a bubbles crop so uh, but there was a very famous pear soap advert right from the olden days i don't know when pre-20s it might have been in the 20s anyway and it was a, a charming cherubic child with some bubbles of soap right and and a, a curly crop of hair oh okay and it comes so... from that Right. So it sort of curls all over the head. Right, okay. There's a bubbles crop. Okay. So that's Peggy with her silvery fair hair. Yeah. Um, Mary Lou gets shaved. Of course, yeah. That's the big accident. one I that's always the think one, of, yeah. is Mary, Mary yeah. Lou. And, and it grows back curly, which is what happened with my hair. Yeah, so we got confirm- confirmation. We that's confirmation. not a mad EBDism. No, it's not a mad EBDism. So I've always had completely straight, I mean, absolutely, totally straight hair that would not hold any curl whatsoever. Um, and I had chemotherapy... So I had, I had three rounds of chemotherapy and all my hair dropped out. I mean, I'd cut it anyway beforehand because it's quite miserable seeing your hair fall out. Um, and it start, and then I then had a pause in the chemo and it grew back at that point and it grew back really soft like baby's hair. Dad really liked stroking it. Aww. It was it was lovely. Um, and then the chemo started again, three more rounds of chemo and it kind of came out but didn't entirely come out. And then once I was clear after the final round of chemo that I could use ra- a wet razor again, I like got in the shower and just razored the whole lot off. So, right, that's it. That's it. That's, it. that's and, the line And the then sun. it started to grow back. And it started off baby hair again. Yeah. And then when the baby hair, that was replaced by proper hair, and it was curly. And it was really curly. I had, I looked like the queen at one point. I looked like Tom Baker when it got a little bit, <laughs> little bit longer. Yeah. So, I mean, because Mary Lou was really pleased. Think of all the pounds I'll have saved on perms. Yeah. She says, no, Mary Lou. Oh, no, 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 Mary Lou. Um, so it's just a little bit curly at the ends now. Yeah. Um, it's but just... it's the weight of it that's holding it yes. down to not be curly. Yes, you're right. Because um, my hair around, if I put it up in a, a bun or a ponytail, then the, the strands that come off, if they get wet, they instantly curl into ringlets. No, right. But I don't think I have curly hair. No. It's sort of wavy. Um, I tend to get layers cut in it, so it sort of has a bit mm. of bounce and body to mm. it. But it's not it's not curly by any description. It's curly when you were little. It's quite curly. 
Yeah, ish. But not yeah. when I was like, by the time I was two, it was straight. No, it was still curly. A little yeah, bit at the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. But that was the baby hair, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think probably still, still baby hair at that point. As an adult, I've certainly never had no. like curly hair. No, that's true, but though. It went straight. I can make hair. it go curly yeah. if it's only a little bit of it and it goes yes. wet. But when it gets heavy, if the layers grow out, yeah. it just goes flat, yes, completely it's straight. Curls, yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what mine does as well. So, so, so Mary Lou's definitely, that's a real thing, definitely yes, happens. Yes, we know that from my own experience. It can grow back curly. It can grow back curly. Um, and then Ted, when she arrives at the Shadow School, Theodora, um, her hair is very thick and problematic for her. And Miss Annesley turns her hand to hairstyling um, and fits her with a snood, right? a hairband basically, that keeps it all off her face. Yeah. And she, oh, I feel cleaner, says Ted, and cooler. And Miss Annesley says, we'll miss take you down to the hairdresser and they'll thin your hair. Now, thinning hair, I don't... How does that work? Okay, so I actually know someone who's oh, had good. this done. Oh, excellent. Um, who have very, very thick hair and very, like, densely populated yes. hair. And basically what the hairdressers do is they kind of cut in some of it to take out... So they cut at an angle so right. that you get short and long hairs in the same section. So they're layering into it. Yes, right. basically. Okay. So it's not as thick in the centre. Right. So it allows your scalp to breathe or whatever. Right, okay. Um, but there's still longer bits of each section. Okay. So it doesn't make you look like you've got short hair all over. No. And then you just have it recut into it. Yes, okay. So you'd have so, to have that done pretty regularly to keep yeah. on top of it. They also you? have a special comb which was really popular in the 50s which mm. has got razor blades in the comb and different lengths of okay. gap and so you pull it through the hair and it chops the hair yeah it just sort of <laughs> takes like terrifying. it takes like every 20th hair off basically okay. so it kind of just thins it rather than taking all of it out um and so most of it passes by the comb but some of it cuts through um, okay. and you just comb it you literally use it like a comb and just comb it through and it just thins it Okay, so, so Ted could have ended up with one of those. Yeah, something like that to, to keep on top of it. Or exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So to keep it sort of thin in parts. So okay. it just stops the thicker hairs from coming through. Okay. Those are all the main hair cutting incidents I found. There are various other... As like Biddy Orion lose her hair, her hat's blown away and her hair pins fall out and all her hair comes tumbling down. Yeah. At one point. I can't... Are there other tumbling down hair incidents? Joey's always worried about her hair falling down when her babies grab... Her earphones. Yeah. We probably have to talk about our earphones, don't we? We do, yeah, definitely. Because I was astonished to find they weren't trendy at the time. Right. They were old-fashioned then. So in the 20s, the earphone style was quite popular because it kind of mimicked a bob. Right. So if you wanted to keep your long hair but look as though you had a bit of a bob, you could have You earphones. could go for the earphones right. and you've got the same kind of silhouette of your head, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Um, but that was in the 20s. And this is like the 40s, kind of 50s. Well, it's the 30s when she grows her hair and yeah. starts pinning it in the yeah. earphones, isn't it? And she keeps that style right through to the end of the series. And apparently her hair is down to her knees, I think. Yeah, and it? that's... Below her knees, and it's that, very, yeah. very long. And, and that's that smacks of not having cut it from yes. being sort of 18 or whatever. Yes, yes. So, so when she grew her hair, she grew her hair, yeah. definitely. Um, but kept that hairstyle. yeah. And that's kind of... I think it's almost a bit odd to always have the same hairstyle. Yeah. I mean, I sort of switch up between having it down, having a ponytail, having um, bun, or mm. multiple buns, or occasionally bun Yes, well, I mean, bunches. that's the beauty of long hair. Yeah. You can do different... You can dress it yeah. differently. Yeah. Hairdressing. Yeah. That's what I get a bit antsy about <laughs> that because I once had a hairdresser say to me I'd taken the girls to have their hair, hair cut and, and, and I said yeah no I don't have my hair cut thanks because she asked about whether I wanted one yeah. as well 
And I said, no, it's long. And she said, how often do you wear it loose? And I said, almost never. And she said, there's no point having long hair then. And I just thought, but you're a hairdresser. Yeah. Hairdresser. Yeah. Yes. But people don't usually go to the hairdresser to have the hair sort of plaited or No, I suppose they don't anymore. So only um, weddings and things really yeah. you'd have that done, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Whereas um, uh, I w- if I want a, want a French plait done and I want it to last a mm. week, I'll go to the hairdresser and pay to have it done right. properly. Yeah. Um, and uh, a few times when I lived in London, I went and paid to have it done like French plaited, uh, like lots of, not cornrows, but like mm. multiple French plaits. And yeah. Actually, they glued the bands in at the end oh, well, for right. me, so it wouldn't come out okay that's interesting about glue because that's not on my list i did some research into how they used to fix plaits in before they had elastics yeah yeah because i didn't know how did they do that that's really <laughs> weird <laughs> yes i know. I've never I thought imagine, about it no i can't imagine securing my plaits any other way so wool or thread they could use um there is a way of plaiting your hair so that you can make it self-fixing I've watched various YouTube videos. Do have a look if you're interested. Um, but uh, the, uh, the key way was with ribbons. Right. Um, but not satin ribbons. They need to have some grain to them so that they kind of stick to each other. To like matte, so they sort of yeah, grip or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're not going to slide apart. Mm. Um, but a, And you have to wrap it around your, the bottom of your plait several times to hold it securely. Mm. Um, and, and where it is in the plait is relevant too. So if you remember in Barbara... Um, Mary Lou asks Barbara to plait her hair for her. At that point, Mary Lou has her hair in two pigtails, two plaits. The Kenwigses. Yeah, they're wearing them at the front on either side of her face. Oh, okay. When the plaits are at the back, they're yeah. just plaits. Okay. Apparently. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, I never really <laughs> understood that, so that's great. <laughs> so, so she asks Barbara just to plait it two thirds of the way down, and I think that's because it holds more securely if it's plaited that bit higher up. If because as you go down the plait gets thinner and thinner. Yes. And yeah. if you get too thin, it's just the it's, it's just going to slide off. off. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you need some bulk underneath where you've secured it mm. to keep it in place. But even so, it's not going to be super secure. And perhaps that explains why they were constantly having to go to the splasher and redo their hair three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Because I never yeah. wondered why they were doing that. Like they're yes. really fussy. Yes. About really. It. But clearly, if, if your plaits are coming apart, yeah, you yeah, you have to redo them. Net, yeah. Or you know, you're going to have to even just scratching your head in lessons. Yes. You're going <laughs> to frankly <laughs> work. Like the ribbon out. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that was plaits. And when she goes to a single plait, there's some, when she becomes a senior, there's some discussion about um, ponytails. Mm. Because Len opts for a ponytail Yeah. quite late on in the series. She's getting older and she's rebelling. And Joey doesn't like, she doesn't, she dislikes the style. Well, um, she's stuck in the 20s, isn't yes. she? <laughs> With her <laughs> yes, earphones. So a um, modern ponytail is just no yes, good. no good, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think she's got a point. I don't think it's as tidy a way to keep your hair. A low ponytail at the nape of the neck, I think, works. But I think a higher one does get messy. It tends to flap around. Yeah, see, I quite like it because it just shows off my hair, the higher, oh, up, okay. like a higher up ponytail, so I prefer it. And, okay. Um, uh, in our house, we have three high sizes of ponytail placements for ponytail. There's Lilybo, which is at the back of the head, Wendy, which is a bit higher up, and then Rose, which is right at the front, like a pineapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you would need elastics to be able to do a ponytail, but you wouldn't be able to secure that with a ribbon, I don't think. No, think no, it would wouldn't slip. stay. It would slip because out. Because the weight definitely. of the hair would be yeah. pulling at it the whole time, wouldn't it? Definitely. So, so elastics from about the 40s or 50s, I think. I mean, we had, in the 70s, we were still using elastic bands. Yeah, they know, like rubber bands. They really hair. hurt. Taking them out was the worst. Yes, yeah, and bobbles, which was a bit of elastic with beads on it that sort of wrapped around each other. 
but um rubber bands and elastics did come in sort of 40s 50s so from that point so that coincides with the rise of the ponytail yeah that's, doesn't it, it as probably, a hairstyle yeah. so so that goes together and um, we always used um old tights we'd cut them into circles Ooh, like rings and use them and i'm surprised they didn't but maybe tights weren't as stretchy when they were because they weren't as common were they no because i remember nylons I were a thing later weren't they during the war they were hard to get I think yes. is the point. So yes. um, nylons. So you that. can use nylons to tie your hair up, and they're really yes. good. Yes. But and in the garden as well. Yes. I use them loads as elastic bands in the garden. They're brilliant. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I had various thicknesses of tights, various um, yeah. denier tights as different hair bands that stretched more yes. or less. Yes. Yes. Um, so very thrifty, thrifty tip. They're better at stretching out and stretching back, though, aren't they? Yeah, but they're perfect for my hair because it's just right. the right thickness that I can loop okay. it round and it just holds it in place. Okay. Um, and they're also really soft and they let the pins go through them. So if you do it in a ponytail and then make that a bun, yeah, you can put the pins straight through the tights. Yeah. And they'll hold. Okay. And the whole thing oh, holds. That's so I can do, but I can do my hair without anything else with just one pin, the sort of U-shaped kind of oh, pin. Okay. I can do my entire. That's very good. I do use two pins. I use mine. three if I want to be certain, or I'm going to be mm, like moving fast mm-hmm, or shaking mm. my head around. But if it's just normal day at work, yeah, I can yeah. use one pin. Yeah, that's good. You see, because Joey used about two hundred pins. As far they as I wouldn't have been those U-shaped pins. They'd Would have they been not? like American bobby pins. Oh, what Kirby grips? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never thought it was good for putting your hair up. No, but I'm just, I think that's probably what she was using. Yeah. So if it's short, that would be what you'd need to grip yeah, it. You so wouldn't be able to so. pin it. Yes, yeah, so you wouldn't have enough. You need bulk to actually use a, a U-shaped pin. Don't yeah, you? and um, also I found out that I've always been using those wrong. Oh, what, curvy? Your bobby grips, yeah, because you're supposed to use them with the bobbly side down, aren't that's you? That's right, the yeah, the bobbly top. bit goes next to your head yes. and the flat bit goes on the outside. Yes, okay. I never realised that, that's so I've never... They should teach you this stuff in schools, frankly, shouldn't they? Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry. Along with your packet of pins. <laughs> yes, give me a few. Hair pins of some description or other have been around for 30,000 years. Apparently. Wow, that is a really long time. That is a long time, yes, for <laughs> for hair accessories to have existed. Wow, that's and brilliant. And actually clasps and claws have quite a long history mm. as hair accessories as well. We don't really hear much. Hair slides, I think they talk about occasionally. Yeah. You don't hear much about them at the chalet school. No, and not the crocodile clips or clasp things like mm. the, the grippy ones we use now. They don't, yeah. they weren't yeah. around yeah. really. Yeah. Um, there were some really ornate ones I've seen in antique shops of like the sort of bun covers with a pencil that goes through oh, them. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, they can be really pretty and mm. ornate as a mm. sort of dress covering, but there's no way Matey would let them wear that for everyday use. In no, I don't think so. Um, and I also wondered about hair nets for buns, because ballerinas have used them for years and yes, years and years true. and years and years. But if you didn't have a bun, you wouldn't use it. And I don't know. And when they put their hair up, because we can't avoid the elephant yeah, in the room we need to talk when about it comes putting to hair, hair at the chalet school. So when it comes to putting your hair up, they, uh, nobody puts it up in a bun, do they? I don't think so. I um, don't think so. They put it. One they? of the French teachers has a neat bun. Oh, okay. I think at right, some possibly. point, but that's the only reference to yeah. buns I remember in terms yeah. of hair. Um, and when they put it up, well, my, see, I always thought it was like you put it up in a net with a hat. Like I didn't really understand what they meant by putting your right. hair up. It never really, I never really got to the bottom of it. So I just kind of assumed it was something that I would find out about when I was older, and then never and, did. Oh wow! So like <laughs> what never crashing really... disappointment. Yeah, I was like, and one day I'll, someone will teach me about putting my hair up, and then like there's me, twenty one. A ritual no. you'd been looking forward to. You were Since deprived I was eight, of. Yeah, seven. Picked up a chalet school book. 
uh, 11 years later, no lesson on putting your hair up. I thought, right, I'll just do it myself then, shall I? I think they mainly do it with plaits because actually what you can do is, is plait a ribbon into your plaits. So you, you're doing a plait on either side of your head yeah. and you have a ribbon that goes across your head and into each of the plaits. Right. Okay. And it's longer than your plaits are. Right. So you then can use it to tie off the end of the plaits. Yeah. And to tie the plaits together over the top of your head. I'm doing a fantastic mime here. Yeah. Of how yeah. this works, which isn't really <laughs> going to come across in the podcast. So you've then got your two plaits going up and over your ears and crossing oh, on the top of your okay. head and then back round again. Yeah. And you can use the ribbon that's inside them to tie them together to secure them in place. Oh, so you okay. don't need any pins at all. Wow. If you're doing that If your hair's long enough. You've got yeah, the right length yeah. of hair and the yeah. right ribbons you can do um, and then you just tuck all the ends in right out of sight okay. and that's because that's a relatively straightforward way and she does talk about um coils of plaits or yeah. plaits over the head and the coronet of plaits so that's like a crown, crown. Of plaits, yeah, isn't yeah. It? so generally when they put their hair up it seems to be plaits right okay so it's plaiting their hair yes then. plaiting the hair and putting those plaits up on the head yes yeah, so the hair isn't yeah. loose and i have to say I find, as a fashion, I almost always have my hair up because it's off my neck. And then when I have a hot moment, such as we senior ladies sometimes get, that helps immensely with the quick cooling off. Yeah. If I've got my neck exposed. Yeah. Because my hair's up. So I wonder yeah. if that's the origin. Yeah, it could be. I mean, yeah. it's to keep it out of the way and to stop it getting dirty and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I tie my hair up is so it doesn't get dirty yes. and smell. And, yes, and, yes. You know. So there's lots of good reasons for doing that. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if that's part of it as well. Mm. Yeah, but, it could be, yeah. Um, but there's no yeah. reference to nets when they're putting their hair No, up. that's right. sleeps in a hairnet? I'm sure I remember. Might be one of the matrons that isn't very nice. I think they might sleep in a hairnet. Yeah, but that would have been with, like, rollers in or something, wouldn't it? Possibly. I mean, it'd be like... Well, because Cornelia... So so it's when Thecla and Joyce are behind the curtain in the middle of the night and Thecla's bullying Joyce, basically. Cornelia finds them, and then because she's quite loud, Miss Wilson hears them and comes out as well. And Cornelia, you get a glimpse into Cornelia's thought processes as she sees Miss Wilson. She says, wow, oh, her hair's naturally curly because it's not in rollers. In rollers, right. And oh, what a whacking plait. And then, but... While she's thinking that, she's saying all the other stuff, dormitory yeah. prefect stuff she needs yeah. to be saying. So, yes, yeah, so curlers were clearly a thing, and yeah. yes, you would put a net over them. But I don't remember anyone talking about putting curlers in or no, use of no, curlers. No, or even at all. rag curls. Yes. You know, because curl, you would do that for special occasions and things, but there's no discussion of that at all, is there? So no. Maybe they didn't go for it then. But then, if you had really ornate ribbons to use to tie up your hair with really pretty, like white yes. ribbons for a wedding with yes, gems on or something, yes. then maybe you wouldn't. You do that because yeah. you'd be doing it a different yes, way. Yes, you're dressing your hair differently. Yes, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the ornamentation would come from what you're already doing, but mm. doing it slightly mm. differently. Mm. Yeah, I'd never thought of that. I might actually have to try that and see how it goes. We can do a short video of it. And what uh, you rag curling? Me, your no, hair. me doing my hair with the ribbon and the oh right and the plaits. and then yes, trying to tie it up lots, above the head. Lots that, of videos that, of that on yeah. the internet. Um, if you want to look at a video of hairstyles, there's a really good one on YouTube by Morgan Donner. And it is 500 years of haircuts. And it is 
absolutely brilliant. It's quite a long video, but she starts in 15 something or other and goes right through to the present day. Oh, okay. With people's, with hair lengths, hair styles. It's really, really interesting video to watch. And the first time, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there are two. <gasps> she just done that moments in it as well. So, um, yeah, definitely one to watch if you're interested in hairstyles. The ritual of putting up your hair when you become an adult. Mm. I mean, EBD sticks with that right to the end of the series. Yeah. Although, interesting, some adults don't. I mean, Madge, I don't think, has ever put her hair up. She doesn't do that, does she? I don't think so. I don't, I think I don't so. remember it being referred to at all. No. But then I think she would she wouldn't necessarily adopt that tradition again because she's from a generation before Joey. Yeah. So Maybe. um she might not feel as attached to it as Joey does. Yeah. I don't. I mean it's quite mm, not defiant of Joey, but it's definitely Joey asserting herself and going her own way. This is how I'm going to have my hair. Yeah. This yeah. is me. Yeah. What you said at the beginning about it's your identity. Yeah. And certainly in a school environment where you all have to wear the same uniform and stuff. It's one of the few things is. you can affect, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's um, your hair. Yeah. And you get some control over it. And there's also the thing about, you know, when you've got good, having a good hair day. So mm. if you feel like your hair is how you want it to be, you feel more powerful. Yeah. And you know, the sort of Samson idea of hair and yeah. imbuing with a natural power. It's the power of confidence. It's the power yeah. of knowing your own mind. Um, and if you know how you want your hair to look and you can make it look like that, that gives you a certain spring yes. in a step you wouldn't otherwise yeah. have. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I do think that that is Joey's ardent kind of I'm going in this direction mm. and you guys can do what you like kind of attitude um, that I've always admired about her yes. is sort of, I, I might tease her about having her being stuck in the 20s <laughs> but I have always really admired her and I've always kind of liked her in a way for that for going her own way and for yes, not you know saying I don't you know I don't I don't have to go with the fashions of the day I don't have to follow no, that that's if fair it doesn't enough. suit and I me disregard the fashions of the day when it comes to hair completely I'll go with that but I just think 20 years of the same hairstyle yeah. You know, yeah. when so much around you is changing. Yeah. I just... But no, maybe that's important to, be honest, to keep it the same. I'm more impressed that she managed to keep long hair having triplets to look after. Yes, that I know is she had help. Impressive. Yes, she did have help. But that is quite impressive, isn't it? But it is. Because like, in Emma's diary that we got what we were expecting, one of the top tips is Emma goes and has her hair cut into an easy-to-look-after bob because she knows she won't have much time for styling her hair after the baby is born. Yeah, which I think makes everyone feel better, yes, doesn't it? That's brilliant. I'm really looking forward to this never looking in a mirror again. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> when you have children, you won't have time for you. <laughs> I don't know if that happens in the current version. Of, I mean, I assume there's a current version of Emma's diary, isn't there? I don't um, know. I haven't looked into it. I don't know. It's probably I'll, online, isn't I'll it? Go and find, I'll go and find out. I'll go and find out. I don't Yes. Uh, that was, but yes, you're right. Keep maintaining that yeah. hairstyle with triplets is is pretty impressive. Yeah, although I suppose at a certain point you could train them to do it for you, like the I don't know. Oh, that'd be useful. Yeah, yeah, and then you could have them all plaiting your hair and their own. Or whatever. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, she gets them brushing their own hair in a circle, doesn't she? Yeah. At one point, so they each person they brush brushes the person in front. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently she used to do that with Frieda and Marie and Simone. Yeah. Although we never see that in the books, but. Fortunately, Phil and authors are absolutely brilliant at putting in uh, retrospectively <laughs> the things that EBD later referred to. I mean, they are super top notch. Oh, it's so good! It's brilliant. It there's a there's there's a couple of the bits in the Phil in ones where I just go, "Oh my god, that's the best explanation!" Yes, I know. The they explain the unexplainable as well. Yeah. They are all so good. That's brilliant. Okay, um, what else have I got on my list? We see a wig somewhere when they go bathing down to Interlaken. 
or Lakeburn or wherever it is they go. A wig? Yes, a woman is in one of their bathing huts or something and, and they see her without her wig. Oh, okay. I think that's the only reference to wigs, apart from when they're doing like shows and pantomimes. Uh, we haven't really talked about the bloke's hair. Oh. Does she ever mention the bloke's hair? I'm just, uh, I know it's Jack like... Jack has blonde hair. Blonde tousled hair. Blonde tousled hair. I don't know if she says it's tousled. She's forever messing it up. Right. I don't think it's actually tousled. It's probably quite neat before she starts running that's her true. fingers through it. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. I don't think... Dick Bettany's fair as well. Yeah, because that's why Peggy and so forth have yeah, yeah. got their silver. And because he's so unlike Madge, his twin sister. Yeah, who's got like light just, brown hair. Well, there's only really gems. The only other bloke. Oh, Plato's got long hair, hasn't he? Because yeah, that's, that's an a issue. bit odd. <laughs> yes, I loathe men with hair that touch. Why can't he get a decent haircut? I loathe men with hair that touches their collars. Yeah. You're not going to like the 60s much, love. No, <laughs> that's Joey. That's <laughs> Joey again yeah, yeah, says that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, just, but yeah, you don't really. I don't think they really discuss. Well, there aren't them. that many men. No, that's true. Mr. Says, Denny, does he has long. Plato. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, no, not him. Herr um, Ansel, are you thinking? Of? No, uh, yeah, Ansel and Laubach. Yes, Laubach. Oh, we don't worry about pronunciation in this podcast. Yes, <laughs> I try. <laughs> we know we're doing wrong. Yeah, <laughs> both of the Austrian masters. Yeah. No, I don't even know. Well, one of them is described as shaggy, though, isn't he? Yeah, so that would be longer. But not like in the Scooby-Doo sense. <laughs> Shaggy. Well, you don't know. I mean, we're just foreshadowing. Yeah, could be. Um, so I think that's her answer that gets that description. But why we don't really get descriptions that because there aren't that many of them. And why bother? They're not yeah. important. That's one of the attractions <laughs> of the series, isn't it? Yes. The men don't actually matter very much. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They no, don't. they don't. Not really. No, no. it's Not all really. about the ladies and the yeah. girls. Yeah. So that's why we like it. So, yeah, um, I don't need to worry about men, frankly. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. Um, I don't... Yeah, shows. So they sometimes do things with their hair and shows because there's they're doing Little Women for one of their evenings. Mm. Yes, and, and Peggy has her hair in ringlets, I think, done up in ringlets for that. And they do rag yeah, curls for that sort of thing right. sometimes. Um, but but that's all. That's all sort of styling. Mm. We see. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I'm sure there's loads more we could say. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Hair, but hair colour. I think we've covered hair. I think we have covered it. Could we could always come back to it another time. Do hair time. too. Hair too. <laughs> the musical. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. See you again soon. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Top Hole, written, researched and presented by Deborah Lofus and Wendy Norford. Production of music by Kit Lofus. You can email us at topholepodcast at gmail.com. This week's prep is to read Shocks for the Chalet School, ready for the next episode. Top Hole is a Lofus Towers production. <laughs>